Life moves fast and so do these episodes. You are busy juggling all the things, work, life, kids, relationships, and everything else nitty gritty, but you have vividly wild dreams to get. My name's Melissa Rose and let me just say, I get that growing a family and scaling a profitable business is no small feat, no matter how early we wake up or how much caffeine we consume. But I'm here to tell you, you can and will through consistent, inspired action. In this show, we're going to be encouraged, we're going to be empowered, and we're going to leave with a quick win that you can apply today in your business, life, or relationship. Sound good, ladies? Let's get real. And now, your host, the consistency queen, Miss Melissa Rose, who's really consistent at being really consistent. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of In the Nitty Gritty. I am your host, Melissa Rose. So good to be with you as always. I hope you're having a great day, whether you're taking a walk or doing the laundry or running on that treadmill thingy. I hope you're good. I am so excited about today's interview guest, Jessica Morrison. She is a mama of three and she has a business with digital branding consistency, my favorite word, Seaside Digital Design. And she is going to share some great nuggets of wisdom and a little bit about her business. Before we dive into that, I want to introduce myself. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Melissa Rose. I am a single mom of five kids. My kids are ages 17 now down to eight They just aged. We had some birthdays in the house. And I am a brick and mortar dance studio owner. I also have an online membership with that, as well as a business coach where I help brick and mortar and service-based businesses go from chaos to clarity through consistent action. Today's guest is all about consistency as well, because Jessica helps her clients create a consistent brand. And that is such a big thing for me, consistency, of course, but also making a cohesive look. When you see somebody doing it well, that's when you go, wow. Like my dad always would say, I used to grow up dancing and singing and acting. When you see a really, really good performance, you just go, wow. You know, you don't even need words. It's just like, that was a really good performance. You don't need anybody else telling you it was. So it's same thing with branding or with doing a business well or raising kids well. When you see it done really well, you just go, wow, that's what it's supposed to be. So I'm excited for you to learn from Jessica and hear what she has to say. And I just thank you all for taking the time to listen. If you love this episode or took any nuggets away, I invite you to take a screenshot, put it on your story so I can shout you out and say a big thank you or share it with a friend who might enjoy it as well. Without further ado, here we go into my interview with the beautiful Jessica Morrison. Hey there, guys. Have you stopped over at MsMelissaRose.com? If not, I invite you to come over today. I get asked this question all the time. How in the world do you do it all? With five kids, a single mom, and two businesses, how do you manage to stay so consistent? Well, I created a freebie for you called my five top tools for consistency. And these are tools that I use every single day in my business, you guys, to help keep me accountable, to help keep me on target, and to help grow my business. And they are shared there with you in my five top tools for consistency. So go on over to MsMelissaRose.com and pick up your free copy. Peace. Jessica, thanks for joining us here on the Nitty Gritty. I would love for you to dive right in and tell our audience who you are, what you do, and who you serve. 
Great. I am Jessica and I help female service-based business owners create consistent digital brands. And what that does is help them attract more of their ideal clients and repel the ones who are not a great fit for their business. And I do this through the design of their website and continue that through their social media strategy and graphics to make sure that everything is really consistent and is targeting their specific audience. And you're saying my favorite word, which is consistent. Yes, (laughs) it's key. Consistency is key in so many different ways. So what did you want to be when you grew up, Jessica? I actually wanted to be a marine biologist for the longest time. And I grew up on Cape Cod where I live now. And we are very fortunate to be a hotspot for marine biology because we're right on the water on Cape Cod. And in Woods Hole, we have the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute, the Marine Biological Laboratory, all these things. And so I was really fascinated with the beach and I still am in marine life. And so it's something I try to keep my hand in through snorkeling and diving and ocean life. And I kind of, I'll call myself an amateur marine biologist. So did you go to school for it? Was that like a kindergarten thing? It was pretty much a long-term thing. When I went to college, I actually was a pre-med major. So I was still into science. I was very into science throughout high school. It's something that I love, life sciences. And it just sort of shifted, I think, you know, like many people that go to a liberal arts college, you just all of a sudden realize the world is your oyster in terms of knowledge. And there's so many different things you can do. And I still joke that I could probably do like five different things and be happy. It didn't happen. I won't say that it might never happen, but I try to indulge that side of what I really like, you know, in my hobbies and through other ways. And you have kiddos? I do. I have three boys who are six, 10 and 12. (laughs) Very full, very full. Yes, there is not quiet in my house ever. Everybody, I can see her living room and, or is this your office? Or living it's my room? office, yeah. Yeah, it's very clean and tidy. So it doesn't look very boyish at all. <laughs> of course, it's your territory. One room where I'm like, nope, <laughs> this is my space. And it's been kind of sort of crazy with this whole school thing right now. And they're all three in different places. Two haven't started yet. One did. Okay, crazy. so you are a brand expert and getting the graphic design and getting marketing all in the same vein of colors and theme and everything. So tell me how you started your business, why you started your business, what lights you up about it. Tell us the story of how you got into it. Oh, I love this question. Um, I actually got into what I do now. I would say it was about 11 years ago where it's the first little seed. I had had my, actually, no, it was, yeah, it was probably 11 years ago. I had had my first son and then I had my second son. I left my job after I had my first child. I was working as a pharma sales rep at the time and I just was not fulfilled in my job. It was paying the bills. I just disliked getting up to go to work every morning. And the thought of going back to a job that I did not like and leaving my child was just... It wasn't a hard decision for me. I will say it was a big leap financially to step away from that job. So I, you know, after a while, after my second son, I thought I'm missing sort of camaraderie. I'm missing the intellectual stimulation of having a job. And I loved being a mom, but I needed, I was missing that other part of my life. So I decided to start a lifestyle blog, a healthy lifestyle blog. And I did that for years and I still have it. And it allowed me to blog professionally, do social media influencing and sort of make a career out of that. And In doing that, I taught myself how to design WordPress websites. So much of the strategy and the things that I could take away from all the really large companies I got to work with and figure out how I could tweak those same tactics and apply them to smaller business. And that's sort of the evolution of where I am now. Two years ago, I started my business doing what I do now and really just honed in on the digital branding. Because for me, that lights me up because I think so many people look at one piece of the puzzle at a time rather than looking at branding cohesively. 
So they might spend, you know, a good sum of money on a website, but if that branding isn't consistent through your social media, through the way you deal with your customers, your language, your tone of voice, it's just confusing when you have your buyer on a buyer's journey and it just takes away from the overall impact of the efforts that you're putting into branding. So that has been really my passion in creating that for my female service-based business owners. And I love it. I can now, you know, say I love what I do now. I love my job. I don't just like going to work. <laughs> I want you to dive in a little bit more on who's your ideal client. You said female service business owners, but who do you yes. helping or who's your ideal perfect client? My perfect clients, I think I love working with coaches, with consultants, speech therapists, people that do kind of have their own smaller business. I have done some stuff for e-commerce and other retail things, but my passion really is those kind of female solopreneurs or might have a small team. I find that for me, we can dive right in and get everything done. And they really have a clear vision of where they're looking to go. And the benefit of working with those solopreneurs or smaller size businesses is you don't take as long to go through the whole process because you don't have as many people involved in it. You have somebody with a vision that you can just implement and go. So I, I love this question. I ask everybody, when was the moment in your life that you realized you could do anything? It was after I had my children. I think I honestly feel like, and this is not to take away from people that don't have kids or, you know, don't have kids yet, but I just felt like I learned so much about myself, not only from a physical perspective of what I could do and what my body could do, but the fact that I could multitask and do all these different things. I feel like it sounds so cheesy, but it's like, you just realize you have these superpowers that you can do so many things and you can do whatever you put your mind to doing. And even though you may have less time and you're kind of pulled in different directions, that you really can do it all. I mean, you can do, I don't want to say that I don't want to make moms feel bad that you can do it all, but I just mean, I think you realize how strong you are as a person, how fiercely you care about things and how it sort of shifts your perspectives. But it just, to me, was a really empowering thing and continues to be. And I think me knowing I can do what I want to do and be what I want to be, I hope that my sons being a mom of boys see that, that I can impart that to them, but also show them that women can do whatever they want to. Because it's really important to me raising boys. You can do it all, maybe not all at the same time. Yes. And you may know some things you have to let go. And I think that I will say also was the best thing for me was learning to let go of that type A-ness that I had. You know, I was always a perfectionist. So I was a stereotypical older child who had to do everything just right. And, you know, it's like I had three kids and I'm like, it's not going to be perfect anymore. And that is okay. It's good enough. And it's kind of helped me reprioritize things in my life in a way that I think works much better. You can do it all. It doesn't all have to be done right now. And mm -hmm. there's seasons of life that is best for us. So just learning that that's always evolving, especially as our kids get older and their seasons change and their needs change and all that fun stuff. What nitty gritty action do you do consistently in your life to help you move the needle forward in your business or personal life? I would say I'm a big following up person, follow up, follow up, follow up in everything I do. I, it's just whether it's a business thing to follow up on things, I follow up on things. Being the person who's in charge of everything in our family life is just, I have to be really organized. I guess that's, I will lose myself if I'm not organized and I feel disjointed and sort of mentally not on the ball. So for me, it's just following up with everything, keeping track of stuff really carefully has just allowed me to, I think, move the needle in terms of how many people I've gotten that have maybe fallen off my radar, but I follow, I circle back and then they end up, you know, working with me later. It might be something in my personal life. that's like checking back in with people or following up on things. So I'd say follow up. Very good. <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> but your bills are paid too then. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, so how do you keep yourself organized? Are you a digital calendar? Are you a pen and paper? Tell me that. It's fun to see what, how people stay organized and what, what their best thing is. I am a real, I love paper and I love getting new pens and new planners, but I don't stick with them. So digital, I would say for me, I fought it for so long that I would get my Erin Condren planner and I just get all excited with my stickers, but I just didn't keep with it because I would forget to bring it. So for me, it's digitally, it's Google calendar. And then I actually use my own project management software that I use for my business, for my personal life too. So I use ClickUp for project management and I've actually created content areas for my personal life that have allowed me to then delegate stuff to my husband. (laughs) And it sends the reminders for me and I don't have to remind and I like geek out over Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. More we can delegate and automate and all that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a big fan of anything that I can streamline and automate and you know, the same goes for clients is I don't want to be reminding people to do things. And I feel like that takes it out of it. They get a little checklist at the end of each day. These are the new things. And I don't have to be the bad guy and follow up all the time. So with all that organization and following up awesomely, I, that's awesome. I love that because that is where most people fall off the wagon. We, we constantly lead generate and try to get more clients but we already have enough in our sphere. During the whole pandemic thing, that was a big thing is communicating really often with people because I think we also, like you said, we forget that we're constantly lead generating. You know, you don't ignore the people that you've already worked with before who may need you again in the future or may be able to send people your way just by following up and checking in with them. And, you know, counterintuitively, people actually wanted more communication rather than less with everything going on. So I think to me, like, I had really big open rates for my emails. People just wanted to check in and said, thanks for making sure everything's okay. This is really, you know, I gave helpful tips. To me, I think that goes a long way in just fostering that relationship that leads to more referral-based you know, more referrals for your business and those people go out and do the work for you, which is great. And being authentic with that and then being consistent with it too. You're top of mind then. So then you are that referral. What nitty gritty are you currently dealing with in your life now? It could be personal relationship, business-wise. What nitty gritty is going on right now? I would say this whole school thing and this whole parenting (laughs) during the current time we're recording here during the pandemic is just with the three kids in different schools starting at different times is just, as I mentioned before, I'm an organized person and I'm really good with black or white and I'm not as good when it's the gray area Um, because I can deal with whatever you send my way. I just need to know what it is. And I feel like things, at least in our school system, (laughs) have changed I, I honestly joked that I wasn't going to open another email until the day before school. It's been good in a way because I feel like it's made me step back and take a deep breath and realize, you know, I just have to go with it. I have to let go. And I always say you adapt or you die. And you know what? It's going to teach you to be more flexible. So let me look at it in a way that's going to help me. But I would definitely say it's, it's thrown me for a little bit. <laughs> so all your kiddos are virtual right now? No, one um, is at a Montessori school and my middle child who was in person because it's a very small school and he could go every day. My kindergartner starts remote for the first week and then half days for the next two weeks. <laughs> and then the junior high will be every other week for four days. I mean, literally, I'm going to need like a diagram to remember who has to be at school in which week. So, you know, I've tried to, I had an intern this summer from my college and I had to speak to the group of them. They were media communications people. And I said, you know, you have to take this and look at it as a learning experience because I do think that people who can adapt and pivot are going to be the people who will be okay. It's the people who are in the world right now who can't shift. And I think, 
it's such a strength to be able to do that. So if you can do that and recognize that you may have to shift things a little bit, I think you set yourself up really in such a, you put yourself in a better position moving forward. And I think we just, in, in order to not get overwhelmed and feel badly about it, we kind of have to think about it. Like, what is it teaching me right now? And how can I use this? My take advantage of the situation, take, turn a negative, I guess, into a positive. And I, all my business people that I'm talking to, they're so positive. We just genuinely are a positive group of people that guess, okay, what can we learn from this? What can we do from this? What can we learn from this and be better? As a mompreneur, okay, <laughs> three, three boys, awesome business that you're running virtually and doing great things. If you could share one nugget of wisdom to another mompreneur. Well, you and I are both in a group in common. And one of the things I love from one of our coaches is just because you can does not mean you should. And I feel like that has been something I've really been leaning into this year is I love learning and I love to figure things out for myself, but it's not always the best use of my time. And I'm really proud of myself because I've taken steps to start outsourcing some of the stuff that is not a good use of my time, both at home and in my business. So I would say just because you can does not mean you should. Such great advice. And that has really lifted a weight for me too, because there was a long time in my business that I did everything and kind of, it was my badge of honor. Like I did it and I had five kids and I, it was prideful and yeah. life happened and I had to be okay. Now let's get real here and let go of it. And then to find out that the people that I'm giving these opportunities to work with me do it better. And, <laughs> and they love doing it. It's like the things that you didn't like doing. They're like, give me more. I love it. And I'm like, <laughs> And the, I was just talking to a friend of mine and I said, honestly, in the beginning, I, I loved everything. I loved every aspect of my business. I couldn't think of a thing that I didn't like, but then once I gave it away, I really, Oh yeah, I guess I don't really like that. <laughs> like I don't really I don't miss like that. that. I don't miss running my numbers. Yeah. So letting go of that and just being okay. And, and that comes back to the beginning of the conversation too, of we can do it all, but it doesn't mean we should. And we don't have to do it all now. There's seasons of our life where we can do this. Like the podcast for me was three years in the making. Somebody gave me the nugget and I was like you, I was like, ah, that just seems like a lot to take on and everything. And then, and then the journey progressed and the timing opened up and, and now it's just, it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here we are, here we are. So is there anything else that you'd like me to ask you or that you'd like to share with the audience, maybe something that you have or something that you can share about your business, anything? Yeah, I actually, I developed something fun this year, which is a digital brand style quiz. So if you go to my website, seasidedigitaldesign.com forward slash quiz, uh, you can take a digital brand design quiz, which is super fun because I put together color palettes, fonts, imagery, the kind of, if you need to get clear on what your brand is, it'll give you a great jumping off point. And once you get your results, you actually get a one page brand board, a sample brand board that I put together. Cause I think it's so much fun to really get in touch with who your audience is, what kind of colors, all the psychology of things that, you know, resonate with them. And that is what I love doing. And I'm really passionate about doing for business owners. Cause I think it makes such a huge difference when you are speaking the language of the people you're trying to reach through colors, through the font choices, all of a sudden they just start coming to you. The people that you want to work with are attracted and it's okay that you're repelling the people that you don't want because they were never going to be there for you anyway. So start, just really embrace that. And to me, like I was saying before, that's what lights me up. It's that creative process and really just formulating something that feels like home and feels like it really truly represents everything that a business owner is. 
her brand. So she'll take the style quiz. It's super fun. And I would love to, I love finding out what people get and, and checking out their sites. And it's a lot of fun. It's like interior design for your business, y'all. Okay. So it's like decorating your home, but it's for your business. And it's so, when you see somebody doing it right. And when you see it done well, you go, Ooh, that's what it is. And it is, I get to see a lot of it and you know, we're in the business of it. So we're aware of it. And when you see somebody doing it really well, then you're like, yeah, it's just, it's a cool thing. So go take her quiz, everybody. That'll be fun. Super fun. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Awesome. How can people best get a hold of you, Jeff? I, I still love my Facebook. So um, my URL on there is I am a multitasking mompreneur. But if you look up C- uh, Seaside Digital Design and Marketing, you'll find me also on Facebook uh, and LinkedIn. I really have found that I love LinkedIn a lot. I love Instagram and I'm on there too. And I wish I was posting more for myself. But I would definitely say Facebook and LinkedIn are probably the places I show up most often. And I would love to connect with people there. I will make sure that link is in our show notes for everybody. And everybody go check out Miss Jessica and see her beautiful designs and what she does and her kiddos and all that information, go stalk her properly. And if you listen to the podcast, feel free to message her and tell her any takeaways you got and take me as well in the nitty gritty. Thanks again, Jessica. And we'll see you here. Same time, same place next week. Have a great week, y'all. Peace. Bye-bye. Hey there, guys. Real quick. If you are loving the podcast, could you do me a huge favor? Would you rate and review this podcast so other people could find it? That is the best way for people to find more about In the Nitty Gritty. Thanks so much. Peace.